Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Friends Forever. Mad Max here alongside Pistol Pete. Uh, first things first, make sure to like us on Facebook, give us a follow on Spotify, support the content, follow us on Twitter at Mad Max FFFF. First things first, our roaster boast segment. Um, go ahead and be boasting for both of us here. Uh, my call was Ryan Fitzpatrick going berserk, Miami getting their uh, their first dub, Fitzmagic. Did what I thought he would do. Yeah, I mean, he, he balled out. Yeah, he did ball out, especially that first half. Uh, he was torching, and I'm I'm glad Dolphins finally got a win just because they stuck it to Adam Gates. Like, I don't know. He just looks – Adam Gates is a terrible football coach. I don't even know. He got another job, honestly. Like, He's still coach. riding that, like, Peyton Manning historic oh. run. You know, that because he was, like, the offensive coordinator when Peyton Manning was – was doing those 5,050, like, when he was setting records with Denver and went on to win a Super Bowl. Like, so Adam Gase is just still getting head coaching jobs because of that. Uh, uh, yeah, like you said, I don't know how. I mean, how hard is it to be Peyton Manning's offensive coordinator, though? <laughs> you like, don't do anything. On. Like, you're not the offensive coordinator. Peyton Manning's the offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah, like, what do you do? Like, just tell him to go yell Omaha? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, you were right on that call. And, uh, yeah, that was a good call. And uh, for me, Chiefs won. I mean, Matt Moore didn't outperform Kirk Cousins fantasy-wise, but they got the W. Yeah, so. I think the the point was proven as far as Matt Moore was going to be good enough, honestly, to win that football game, I think is what your point was, if not be better than Kirk Cousins. And yeah. uh, Chiefs got a big dub. That'll segue into our next topic, like Chiefs recap here. Um, defense played really good. I, I was impressed. Good run defense, really bottled up. Dalvin Cook forced Kirk Cousins to make throws, and Kirk Cousins looked lost, honestly. Um, well, in the fourth quarter, like, that's the knock on Kirk Cousins. Like, when you need him to win the game, like those last two drives in the fourth quarter, I don't know. Any, I don't even know if he got positive yards, like, on those drives. He went three and out, like, yeah. twice in a row. And I don't know. When the money's on the table, like, the chips are all in, like, Kirk Cousins just, he's out. Not my cue. He's not going to – and the defense, yeah. I mean, Dalvin Cook, 71 yards. Like, I thought he was getting 100 for sure, like minimum. Yeah. The defense played well. I just like how Matt Moore has been executing the offense. He's been making some good throws. He just – I don't know. Like, good pickup by Andy Reid to get Matt Moore on this team as a backup. And, like, he's not flashy, but kind of – Kind of what he did in Miami. Like, he's always just been that guy that can come in and execute for a couple games. Like, yeah. season long, once, like, some really good game plans get put together against you, I think you get limited. And I think just, like, Andy Reid's scheme, his ability to to utilize what Matt Moore can do, doing well. Like, Andy Reid coaching well. Big dub against Minnesota. Bottom line, Butker came in big. Like, got to shout out Butker because – he kicked a ton of field goals in windy conditions and nailed them all. Like, yeah, they weren't gimmies. They were no. far, like yeah. long field goals. And as much as people like hate on Andy Reid, well, one thing that guy can do, he can coach quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, he made Nick Foles look like, like he, got he got Nick him. Foles paid. Yeah, he got Nick Foles <laughs> paid. Like, well, Nick Foles, uh, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl too. So he, he did, but I mean, he put him on the map. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, the scheme's good. And Tyree Kill, man, like. Six for 140 in a TD. Like, Tyree Kills in the conversation is, like... The I mean, best receiver in the league? Yeah. Like, I would hear that argument out. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I don't agree, but he's up there. Like, he's top five. He's just unguardable. Yeah. Like, what corner can guard Tyreek Hill? And the thing I like about him is, like, everyone knows Tyreek Hill is the fastest guy in the NFL, and he still somehow gets behind defenses. Well, he's a good route runner, too, is the thing. And that's what's scary is, like, if you're able to run a full route tree with his speed, he's just getting wide open. Yeah, he's not a one-trick pony. He's a problem. He is, and... He's doing, he's doing great things. Like I like the Chiefs moving forward because Matt Moore did what you want him a backup to do: manage the game. Get a, if he gets a win, like against a good Minnesota a good team. Good Minnesota team, like, not like, some slouch. Like yeah. Minnesota's probably going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I that was a big win for the Chiefs and kind of I don't know. Like, do you start Patrick Mahomes? I guess is the question versus Tennessee. Like, or do you just roll out Matt Moore again? Like, you just prove that you could win. With Matt Moore. I think they're like, going to roll him out. You think they're rolling out Mahomes? I think they are. I think they're going to roll him out. I think you're out. probably right. I, like Matt Moore did his job, though. He did. I mean, Chiefs he are in good Got to win. I, like, I'm, like, I don't know. Tennessee's not that great. So, that's where I'm hesitant. Like, one more week, let, him, let Matt Moore execute the offense against Tennessee, go get a dub, then bring it back Mahomes. One more week is what I'm – as a Chiefs fan, is what I want, but I know it's not happening. It's not happening, but I think – I mean, they're still in the thick of things to get a first-round bye because Baltimore beating New England – Opens things up Opens things sure. up, and you have the tiebreaker over Baltimore. You beat yeah. them head-to-head, so yeah. I don't know. It's it's dicey. Things are getting st- – like, yeah. I think, I think them winning that game definitely put some urgency in, like, trying to get – not only – like – the one overall, I think just getting a playoff bye is crucial. Though. Yeah. Just to just get healthy, getting two weeks of prep. Like, yeah. got a, It was a big win for the Chiefs. Um, big game coming up against Tennessee. I, Chiefs snuck back into my top five. Um, who yeah. do you got? I know I know it kind of shook up a little bit now. Oh, it a lot, of, lot went down this weekend. They're uh... – they're not in my top five. They're right outside it just because I'm I'm a homer. But my first one, I got the Niners at one, Saints at two. I got Baltimore three, Patriots moved to four, Packers five. Yeah, see, I've still got I've still got New Orleans or uh, New England at one, New Orleans at two, San Fran three. Uh, my argument for New England is just a Baltimore was coming off a of bye week, which I think is very. They had two weeks to prepare for this game. Um, Patriots had one last week. And John Harbaugh is a good coach. So, I think that, them being on the road, I just – I'm not going to knock the Patriots for losing against a good team on the road who had two weeks to prepare. I still think the Patriots are the best team in the league. Bottom line. Uh, I've got to knock them because that's the first good team they played on the schedule. I mean, it's this. That's literally facts. The best team, and they came out and got. I mean, they made it competitive. They were down seventeen nothing in the blink of an eye, and I, I thought Lamar Jackson was going to be a problem for that Patriots defense, just because you can't prep for the guy. Yeah, I don't care how long you have. Like, you just, I, another part of me though is like Bill Belichick. Belichick doesn't like to show his hand, man. And I think Belichick looks at the Baltimore team and knows they're going to be in the playoffs, knows that's a playoff team. And I don't think he wants to show Baltimore what his strategy is going to be 
to bottle up Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Like he's going to save that for the playoff run. That scheme. Yeah. I Do you mean, think that's crazy to like think that that's what he like? I truly believe Bill Belichick does stuff like that. Like when the Chiefs play the Patriots, don't like I could see the Chiefs beating the Patriots and come playoff time. Don't be surprised when that defense is throwing things at the Chiefs and actually giving us a hard time. Uh, I mean, it just depends where they are in the standings because the Patriots, they have to win that game now against the Chiefs because yeah. the Ravens have that tiebreaker over the Patriots. Yeah. And they want home, like, they want that AC title yeah. game in Foxborough. True. So, I mean, it's not even I'm like. I'm not saying they threw the game, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think they want to show their complete hand. I'm not saying that the Patriots didn't try. No, they, they definitely, definitely tried, but I I do think they played with one hand behind their back. Like they got the ace in the hole in their in their other hand behind the back. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just think Belichick's a defensive genius the as defense far as scheme is, goes, and I don't think they showed Lamar Jackson anything. Well, I'm more worried about their offense too. That Patriots offense yeah. is not explosive. I mean, it, that Ravens defense. I keep telling people, Marlon Humphrey, and then you've got. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas in the back end. You've got a uh, – God, who did they just get? Marcus Peters. And you have um, – Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Those three corners. That's you nasty. Play, Marlon Humphrey will travel with Julian Edelman, lock him up, get physical with him. Like, who's beating you, like, downfield? Philip Dorsett? Like, they're not worried about Philip yeah. Dorsett. That Earl is Thomas, a problem. The best that is a very hawk. good point. That's a valid point. He's the best ball hawk, like, center fielder safety in the league. Like, yeah, no one's scared of Muhammad Sanu's. He had eight catches. It's like for eighty yards. Yeah, like it just it's very low eight out on him. Like he looks like a slower Josh Gordon out there to me. Like I think he just looks like not sl- slower, but he looks like a better route runner than Josh Gordon. He's got better hands than Josh Gordon. Like he looks like a better receiver than Josh Gordon. I I liked the Sanu pickup for the Patriots. Um, I don't think he's going to be a downfield threat like Josh Gordon had been. But Josh Gordon's like not a good route runner is the problem. I just think they're gonna have issues because they don't have that downfield threat, and they have nobody. They miss Gronk. There's well, no Dorse- Dorsett can definitely stretch the field. No I don't think they don't have a downfield threat. No one's but... scared of Philip Dorsett. He's not gonna Fair make enough, a play. But... Like he's not gonna out jump a corner. No, <laughs> uh, he's not gonna out jump him. But he's got some legit speed. I didn't see it Sunday. I mean, I didn't even know if the guy was on the field. Like, Baltimore's secondary matches up so good. Very well. No, I agree with that. I I think that's a very good point, that they do match up well against the Patriots. So, head-to-head. I don't know. It it was a good, interesting game. Uh, I just – I think Baltimore's always played New England very well. They do. John Harbaugh, like, he doesn't fear – coach. He doesn't fear New England. He's won in New England before with Joe Flacco. He's just, like, a smart coach. Like, he knows how to coach. He – Puts together good game plans. Like he's the guy that brought in Lamar Jackson. And believed, like you know what I mean. I I like John John Harbaugh. I like what Baltimore's doing. I have them at four. They're trending up. Um, New New Orleans, San Fran. I still think are very good teams. Easily. You had New Orleans one. Uh, the I Niners one. Niners one. Saints two. I just like for Niners being one. I I couldn't do that. I thought about it for a second. Only undefeated team. But I just like I don't know they they don't have the outside weapons like like you were kind of alluding to with the Patriots they don't have that downfield threat they're they're a very short game kind of team uh, I don't know offensively if they're 
the best team in the league. I I would I would argue more for New Orleans to be a number one. Yeah, New Orleans is close. Like yeah. I've had. I mean, I sound like a broken record. I, I feel like I have New Orleans going to Super Bowl since like week three, but I love the Saints. I just. I just put the Niners ahead of them because, yeah, they're undefeated. Their Niners running game, they are built for the playoffs. That yeah. front seven, and they can pound the football. Like, the Saints desperately need that NFC title game to be in New Orleans. Like, they're I think football team. I, I like San Fran. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not sliding San Fran. I just can't do it yet. Like, they need to show me a little more, I think. No, that's, under, that's understandable. Like, I, I still have hesitation over Jimmy G. Like, I'd. It's a small sample size, and I'm not overreacting to them killing Arizona. Like, Arizona's bad last week. So then you've got Baltimore. Three. I got Patriots four. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. I'd hear it out. I think any of those teams I I would hear out in any order. Like, personally. I just, I don't know. I'm a big Belichick believer, Brady believer. No, it's hard to get off the Patriots. Yeah. If 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 they show more struggles, like, yeah, I'll knock them down. But... I'm not going to overreact to one to one game, I guess. Um, then I've got Kansas City at five, and yeah, you've got Homer. Green Bay. Yeah, yeah we're both just going to homer our team in at five. Like, yeah, we I don't know. know. That was a big win for the Chiefs. Like, without Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes coming back, I, I see the Chiefs trending up. Like, I, I see them getting maybe even farther up my ranks. No, it was – I mean, I can't really argue that. It was just a blip on the screen for me with Green Bay. They just didn't come to play. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to overreact to one game either. Like, they've got Carolina coming up and then a bye. Like, no, I still like Green Bay. Like, Green Bay's like right there at six, seven for me. You know, they're very good t- football team. I think they just they got caught flat footed against the Chargers. I think they kind of thought that was going to be an easy game. And yeah. Chargers came to play. Like, that was a team that impressed. Like we didn't segue into teams that impressed. Like Chargers impressed me. Like they're they're four and five now. Um, I think they're kind of they fired Ken Winston Hunt and the offense like looked legit. Yeah. So I mean, Mike Williams making explosive plays. Yeah. Too. Like where's that guy been? I've been seriously been on my buy low forever. I'm like I love Mike Williams and that front four is just. It's nasty. Yeah. Elvin Ingram and Bosa so, like, so like they're just living in the backfield there and. Bumaga and the other tackle, I can't remember his name right now. Like, they're good tackles for Green Bay. They're not bums. Yeah. And they were just all over them. And, yeah, the offense looked good. Like, Melvin Gordon, your boy, looked good. Yeah, he he's finally bouncing back. Like, I like I liked what I saw out of San Diego. I think they did a good job of using both Melvin Gordon and Eckler, passing downfield. Like, they just utilized all their weapons. Yeah, like, Henry San Diego great. had a good offense last year, and Ken Wisenhunt just like was handcuffing that entire team. And so, I don't know. I could see the Chargers making a little playoff push. This is typical Chargers stuff. Yeah. Does it not feel like every year they're <laughs> three and five and then make the playoffs? At yeah, going around six. Like and they're talented. Yeah, like you said, like everyone thought they were going to make the playoffs. So, who else impressed you this weekend? Uh, well, we already talked about Baltimore, but I liked uh, I liked the Texans. It's a London game, yeah, and it's a division game. Jags have been—I swear—they've been playing in London like every year. They're like trying the to sell them that team. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags end up being a London team. Yeah, I mean nobody goes to the games in Jacksonville anyway. But I mean that's a tough game. Like Jacksonville's they, not bad, they and they rolled bottled up. Minshew, Minshew didn't get anything going. Bottled up Fournette. Like Texans look good. They just came out and smacked Jacksonville. Definitely I mean, a team that's. 
like top ten in the league. Oh yeah, they just aren't cracking our top five. Um, another team I've got. I thought like the Bucks and the Seahawks kind of, like that was just an impressive game. I think the Bucks are just a team that's going in the right direction. Um, not a playoff team yet, but Arians has got that team playing good offense. That front seven in Tampa is very good. They impressed. Like I, I like the Bucks outlook as far as a franchise goes. I like the Bucks outlook as a franchise. If you get rid of Jameis Winston, <laughs> like that's what I like. And I know you hate. So every time we do this podcast, like Colin Coward's on here, and the one good take I did like, they should go get Teddy Bridgewater. I would love Teddy Bridgewater in Tampa. Yeah, just doesn't make the mistakes like yeah. Winston. He looked great last week. I know. Wait, let's see what he does this week. Like, like he's just too inconsistent. I like yeah. the pieces around there, but they're they're not paying Jameis Winston. Like it's his last year. Like he's done. I don't see him getting. We'll see how he finishes. We'll see how he finishes. We'll see. Winston's uh, got some talent. Like he's got arm talent. We'll see if he can pull it together. He's he's looked better this year though. Like, is he better this year than he's been in the past? Or do you just think it's all the same? Like he's looked a little better. Yeah. He's looked a little better, but he just doesn't. I mean, it's what is year four or five? Like, I mean, is that a guy you're paying like thirty plus million dollars? No, I'm not paying him that. But if you can get him on a cheaper deal, if he's trying to ask for thirty mil, like you can miss me. But <laughs> I'd give him seventeen, eighteen mil a year if that's a deal he'd be willing to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just think they've had enough of Jameis Winston. He doesn't win enough. Like he just. Wins and losses are just no. I like the Teddy Bridgewater call. Maybe even trying to trade for Minshew. Like yeah, Nick Foles is coming back because like, Foles is taking that job, and I, I think a team is going to trade for Minshew at some point. No, that's a good call too. I, I just think they need a break, like the Bucks and Winston. I think it'd be good for both. Honestly. And Minshew's a good decision maker. Like yeah, he, he had a lot of turnovers down the stretch in that Texans game, but I. Watching the game, it just felt like he was pressing, and he kind of knew that. That was his last like audition. Hurrah. You know what I mean? And so like it became like, dude, Minshew's just got that gunslinger mentality where he's just like, fuck it. Like, I'm Foles is coming back. I'm done. Like, I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go out swinging. I yeah. think it's his mentality. And so I don't know. I I think Minshew's the guy. I if I was an NFL team, I would be calling. No, I'd be I calling to get him get on him my team. Cheap. Yeah. Um anybody else that really impressed you this weekend? Uh, got to give a shout out to the Dolphins. Got their first win. Like I just, I'm glad they got their first win. Honestly, and I, I just hate Adam Gates. Like we talked about it, but he's getting fired. He should have been fired yesterday. Like I don't. Jesus. Like how many opportunities are you gonna get? Like Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. He's in making my him opinion. look terrible. And he just he looks so lost. Like you're an offensive know. genius. Supposed. Like I'm no, sorry. Peyton Manning's an offensive <laughs> genius. All right. Yeah, a little tougher when you don't have Peyton Manning back there. Like, right. Uh, I don't know. That's. Do you have any other teams, or is that it? I mean, I had the Seahawks on that list. Like, Russell Wilson is really what impresses me. <laughs> like, that guy's a baller, dude. MVP. MVP. Yeah, like, for sure. I, I, I like uh, McCaffrey, I think, is in that conversation. Russell Wilson. Uh, the clown, Colin Coward, had a... Lamar Jackson. I would hear out Lamar Jackson yeah, in the conversation, I'd hear. too. I'd hear but Those I think Russell Wilson, McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson. I love McCaffrey and what he's like. Dude's a stud. He's just an animal. And 
It just sucks he doesn't play in a bigger market. That's why he's not getting no. talked about nationally. They literally Nobody. don't talk about him. They don't. He's having a historic They, they year. talk about the Browns more than they talk about Chris McCaffrey. Like, jeez, what did – I don't know. That shit blows my mind. Um, on to buy low, sell high. Some trade targets for you guys here coming towards the trade deadline in most leagues. Um, some guys to target. Like, my first buy low candidate, David Johnson. I know he's been on a sell high list for you, but I think now's the time to buy low on him. Like, get him, like, Chase Edmonds out. Hear me out. Kenyon Drake looks good. Like, it's going to be a committee backfield, but I still think it's David Johnson's job. I think he's been banged up. I would trade for David Johnson on the cheap. I'm not saying spend RB1 money, but, like, if you can get him as an RB2 value, I love that. Uh, I, I know, I know you're going to disagree. Go ahead. I, I mean, I'm just like, what are you trading like Josh Jacobs for David Johnson? No, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah, not, I'm not doing that. Uh, I just if I, I like, could trade Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack for yeah. David Johnson, I yeah, would do that. I would do that if someone's willing to do that. Uh, I think yeah. someone might be like if they're desperate for running back and they don't believe in David Johnson, they see Kenny and Drake balling out, or you do a two for one and package Marlon Mack and. Marvin Jones, like you got wide receiver depth. Like I got, I got white Marvin Jones as my sell high. Like you know what I mean. So package Marvin Jones, Marlon Mack, or something like yeah, in, in that package. you know, and get David Johnson. I just worry about. I just want him to stay healthy. The guy's just been banged True. up like all year, and that's and I guess like that's the risk you got to take. But if that's a risk, like it just depends where you are in the playoff race. Honestly, like yeah. I'm just. Just depends on the record, but I could see him being why he's like on your buy low. I just I just feel like uh, Kingsbury, since David Johnson has been out, has found his rhythm like play calling wise, and I, I think they're running the ball more. They're running the ball more in the red zone. He still utilizes the the backs out of the backfield for pass catching. So I just. Because when David Johnson got hurt, they weren't really running the football, which was a big frustration, and I traded David Johnson because of it because I'm like, Kingsbury doesn't run the ball. Well, they're running the ball now, and that's why I think it's a good opportunity to get him because I think when David Johnson comes back, they're actually going to run the ball with David Johnson. He's still going to be utilized in the passing game. I think he'll be a low-end RB1, high-end RB2. That's kind of where I've got him. Yeah, I no, like the can, opportunity. If you can get him for Marlon, it's Mack risky. Or somebody else, it it's is. risky. But Marlon Mack, I just don't doesn't offer any upside for you. Yeah, so he's been. Uh, if you can get a back that's actually catching balls out of the backfield and gives you a like a higher ceiling, I like it. Yeah, um, I got a I got a few lower end guys, but Miami guys, obviously Devontae Parker, and I like Mike Gesicki. Like you don't even have to get him. You don't have to buy, like, go, go pick him up. Yeah, like I think. Preston, what Williams? What's Preston Williams, yeah, yeah, that's a big injury. Yeah, like Fitzpatrick out for the year, him, out for the year. I think. Well, Parker was being productive even with Preston yeah. Williams. Yeah, uh, I really like a sicky. Like I think I he's like that. A that's lot, a cheeky call. Yeah, he's gonna get a lot of underneath routes. Like there's just a ton of targets because Preston Williams was getting targets. I think Fitzpatrick has been giving that offense a little juice, you know? And so... And tight end's thin. It's yeah. so thin. Like. So I think there's some targets to go around there. And I think I think Parker and Gusecki are two great calls. And then cheeky, cheeky start, like DFS starts, like maybe next week, Albert Wilson. Yeah. I don't know. True. He's coming back. Like, 
That's just target. There, there's targets to be had now. Preston Williams was the number one targeted guy on that team. So, yeah. uh, who else you got? Uh, on the I still got a uh, two other. Well, I got Ronald Jones. Like Tampa finally named the guy the starter. Yeah, he's, like, he got he's running start, hard. Got sixty something yards of TD. Like I don't know. I think he's got a little bit of upside there and uh, a little. Jacob Hollister, too, another tight end for Seattle. No, when I saw he got two touchdowns. Yeah, like he Luke Wilson's a blocking tight end. Right? Yeah. And Disley was productive in that spot before he got hurt. Like, yeah. They like to throw the ball. Like, in, like Russell Wilson, he makes every throw, like, count. Like you said, like he might throw 20 times one game, 40 times the other, but I think there's targets to be had there, like in the red zone. Yeah, Especially. I like it because I never bought in on the Luke Wilson no. for the tight end, and someone was someone needed to emerge there. And it's like when I saw Hollister at two touchdowns, no. like that's red flags. Like Disley, Disley's replacement is the Hollister kid. Like I, I still haven't seen the tape yet. Like, like I can imagine him being a good, very good streaming option going forward. Because if you're getting red zone looks from Russell Wilson, like that's a ton of touchdown upside, like, and that's what Disley really offered. Honestly, Disley offered like between the twenties too. So Disley was an elite tight end, yeah, until he got hurt. And so Hollister's got that ceiling. I I love that call. Who else you got? Um, for buy low candidates, I still like Sammy Watkins buy low. Like he's still getting targets in that offense. I feel like he's just, his like price is not expensive. So if I can get Sammy Watkins with Mahomes coming back, yeah. I like he had that a good game last week too. Decent, decent game. Yeah. Nothing like that's gonna like drive For his Matt price Moore, up. But, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then Tyreek Hill is gonna get a ton of like shadow coverage. I I like Sammy like Sammy Watkins as a trade target. I'm gonna definitely be looking to make a move for him. And then Alvin Kamara, I think, is still like a great buy low. Like, who knows if they're gonna be willing to trade him? I think he's coming back this week. Yeah, he should but be. We'll see. Like he he struggled leading up to his injury. He's been out for three weeks. If the guy's just fed up with it, I'd be calling. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Never know. It's worth a call. I love Alvin Kamara. Yeah, and going I, I forward. Like I love Alvin Kamara going forward. So but the guy that owns him might love him as well. So he might not he might not actually have a cheap price point, but with, with an elite guy like that, I would say like are they like gripping that football tight, or is it like a little loose? Like, can you strip them of Alvin Kamara? No, yeah. I don't know. Worth a shot. Yeah. Uh, sell high. I don't have too many on the list. I just got two. Uh, I got James Conner. My sell high. I like. With I don't know Dave, how much you're getting for James Conner. I don't know. Like with David, I just don't believe he's going to be healthy. Like, yeah. I just don't. And, That's I I agree. Like, like I would sell healthy, him high. I would sell him high. Like if he comes back healthy, like this will probably blow up in my face. But right now, like he's all every time I watch him play, it looks like he's barely getting up half yeah. the time, or he's limping off the field. And I'm like, I just don't want to deal with that going in the playoffs. Like, no, I would sell him for if you have just about anything. Honestly, like I wouldn't want him on my team. I I've been saying sell your Steelers for quite some time now. So. Yeah, yeah, I I don't like James Conner going forward, healthy or not, honestly. So yeah, I don't like it. Who you got? Um, I've got Kenyon Drake on my list as a sell high candidate. Like, I just think he had a really good game coming off a great game. So definitely a good candidate to 
get rid of and get a good piece in return that actually is going I think he's still going to carry fantasy value going forward, but I don't think it's what we saw last week. And then Jordan Howard. Oh, yeah. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard just touched on dependent, and so he's had some big games, and I think it's a great opportunity to uh, get rid of those those guys there and get something that's a little more long-term. No, no, I agree with that. Uh, I thought Jordan Howard was going to score last week against the Bears. He did, and, yeah, he doesn't offer anything in the passing game. So I don't want Jordan Howard. The other guy on my list – because another Eagle had a huge game. Zach Ertz, like, uh, Goddard still had, like, four or five catches. Like, I know he had two touchdowns, but. And Deshaun Jackson's out. He's getting surgery. Yeah. And I thought Jackson, like, stretching the field was his only hope to, like, actually clear some lanes for Ertz, like, passing lanes. And I see a lot of Ertz getting doubled. Like, yeah, great opportunity yeah, to just sell to high sell on right ours. Yeah, I would. His I name agree. carries a lot of value from last year, too. And tight end's bad. I, I You could stream a tight end. Yeah, I like Gusecki. Like, yeah. I think he, yeah, I love that Hall, guy. I, I like both those guys. Hollister, Noah Fant. Oh, yeah. Fant, yeah. Fant that was a beast of a run. It was. Um, anyways, that wraps up our list for uh, buy low, sell high. Uh, appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode. Um, stay tuned for Friday's fantasy football edition. Uh, till next time, peace.